The sheer magnitude of the virus outbreak is like a wave about to overtake the U.S. healthcare system. More than 43,000 sick, at least 550 dead. To help relieve that burden, tens of millions of Americans have been told to stay at home. So far, at least 20 states have already implemented or announced closures of non-essential businesses. back for coronavirus and it came back positive yeah and it sucks um listen i'm doing okay uh sabrina hasn't been tested and she's doing okay um i wasn't i didn't have any symptoms um i got tested because i realized i was um exposed to someone who had also uh, tested positive Today, we just found out that four Brooklyn Nets players, NBA players, have coronavirus, including Kevin Durant. Yeah, so now the Nets have coronavirus, the Jazz have coronavirus, the Pistons have coronavirus. It's going around to all of the NBA teams, except the Knicks, because not even Corona wants to be on the Knicks. Yeah, um. Enjoying this uh, coronavirus quarantine. This is the Brothers in Law podcast, and as always, this is your boy Jesse McCoy, and I'm joined by the world's foremost leading legal humorist, Sean Carter. How you doing, man? I I, I don't know. It depends. Um, <laughs> what, what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> it goes hour to hour. I'm like, this show is going to be, you know, normally Jesse and I we sit down, we try to come up with a format. We decided we're just going to do this Trump style. Right. right, it's working for him, but we're just gonna come up and say crazy stuff. May or may not be true, and <laughs> I, <laughs> it's working for him. <laughs> well, you know, I, I have seen some of the best of times. I am telling everybody that this is one of the situations where I am blessed to realize and recognize and appreciate my privilege mm-hmm. uh, to be a salaried employee uh, <laughs> and to be able to work from home and still get paid. Uh, and, you know, I, I was telling everybody, you know, earlier when we were talking, 
say, you know, this was a very difficult thing because you have to explain this to a child who knows they're not going to school. They really don't want an explanation. They're like, oh, okay, I don't have to go back tomorrow, right? <laughs> so, so maybe it's good. Uh, and I was kind of uh, explaining to my wife because, you know, my wife is really concerned. And she's like, how are you not concerned? How are you not freaking out? And I was like, I'm from the hood. <laughs> uh, I'm in a nice neighborhood. I can grill when I want to. Um, you know, I live in between three grocery stores. So if one doesn't have it, I just mosey on down. <laughs> so I am in a very privileged situation. But I do. Um, I have been advocating. Uh, out here in these streets for the people who are not as privileged, who have been dealing with uh, everything from evictions, uh, foreclosure threats, uh, government just not listening to what's going on with regular people uh, and trying my best to, to provide advocacy where needed. Well, man, that, that that's great. I just been thinking about me uh, trying to... <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I'm not a salaried employee. Uh, so, you know, as a speaker, obviously I'm out of business, right? No more business. Now, fortunately for me, I got lucky a few years ago and started doing most of my teaching online. That's actually more than, you know, making up for it now because everybody, nobody can go anywhere, right? And so All I'm right. fine for me, but I've got to work. You know, I still, <laughs> I got I to gotta, I gotta, I gotta put in the time. But, you know, I, I'm like you. I'm, I'm, you know, blessed and I, I really feel bad for the people who, you know, were out there doing, whether it be retail or, you know, food and beverage and, and the Uber drivers, people worked at hotels, you know, all the people who, 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 you know, are out of work now. Um, fortunately, it looks like there's some checks coming. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't even know how that, how that works, but, but I guess my understanding, I think if I got it right, is it's like $1,200 per adult, $500 per child. Um, I've already seen people, you know, explaining how, you know, sometimes it's bad for this person or that person. I think it, you know, it may be cut off on, on a certain income level, but, um, uh, but maybe some people will get some relief. Um, you know, yeah. how long do you see this, this, this going? Well, as far as the income levels, I think the cutoff is seventy-five thousand. So, uh, it's I believe it's twelve hundred for individuals making up to seventy-five thousand, twenty-four hundred for married individual uh, for married people up to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars of address, adjusted gross income. And then after you cross that threshold, I think it's a I think it's like a five percent up to twelve fifty okay. or something like that. Okay. Um. So basically, if you if you Already was balling. If you was out here making a hundred thousand dollars, you're not getting anything. Right. right. Uh, so you know, just the convenient socialism. Uh, and then <laughs> out, outside of that, I think as far as how long coronavirus threat exists in general, um, two answers for that. Answer number one is until these people stop licking toilets and <laughs> licking, <laughs> licking lollipops. <laughs> No, no, let's be clear, all right? You ain't gonna stop people from licking their toilets and, you know, and, and, and out there on spring break, you know, getting, getting HPV. You know, that's, that, that, that's yeah, right. what happened. Um, no, no, I gotta tell you though, it's, it's so weird because we live in, you know, basically two different or three, several different countries. I guess we live in 50 different countries, right? It's totally mm-hmm. different, you know, depending upon where you are. And I'm looking here in Arizona. We got a lot of old people, right? You think they scared? These old people ain't scared. Okay, 
I drove to my office this, this, this morning and I must have passed, I'm not exaggerating, 20 sets of old people just walking. Mm. And they were like, you know what, come get me, come get some. And they were, they were <laughs> licking lampposts and, you know, and just, just out here wilding. Um, so, so I'm not so worried about them. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about young people now because they ain't, they know something. They ain't scared here. Well, see, this, this is the problem with young people. And I, I really want to emphasize this to our listeners. As much as we think we know about the coronavirus, we don't really know anything about the coronavirus. Okay. So there's no need to tempt fate with this situation. <laughs> um, one of the things that we haven't studied, for instance, is what is the long term effect, if any? We don't know. We think that we've seen people who were symptomatic become asymptomatic after 14 days, but we don't know if this guy any kind of long-term lingering effect. We we also don't know exactly what the pattern is for the people who are asymptomatic versus the people who do get the symptoms. And we know that all of them, at least right now, are being treated as uh, being able to pass this virus to other people. So, you know, the, the way it works is, you know, a lot of people were heartbroken. A lot of ladies, sisters were heartbroken last week because Idris Elba had to come out. Right, right. Idris <laughs> Elba had to announce to the world that he has coronavirus. And while he's announcing that, his supportive, loving, caring wife was right there in his same region of breath, rubbing, <laughs> rubbing yeah. his back. Trying to remind all y'all ladies that you ain't, this ain't no time to try to slide in his DMs. Oh. She got it covered. She got, she got it covered. She got well, that the got me. She got it too. That's the thing that got me though was exactly that. I was like, why are you in the room? He supposed to be self quarantined now. And she was like, no, no, I can't be, I can't let him out of here. <laughs> because these women, I saw a bunch of comments on, on, on threads like, you know what? I, I'm willing to take some coronavirus to get the address, right? So I, I, I you know, I, I get it. Well, and that's the thing that's kind of funny right now. It's like right now we're early into it. And the, the people who are, and this is the good thing about black people, right? We're going to listen to some warnings, all right? If you tell us anything, all right, you put anything, we're going to, you know, we're going to stay on the path, right? I remember years ago I was in Yosemite and I'm walking along a path and it's like, you got to stay on the path. Like, sure. Second sign. If you don't stay on the path, it will, the acid will eat through your shoes. I was like, you didn't have to tell me. The first one was fine. I wasn't thinking about leaving this path. <laughs> Third one down, the noxious fumes from the acid will get into your nose, right? You know, they had to, every 20 feet you had to, to, to try to convince white people to stay on, to stay on this path, right? <laughs> right. And black people were like, we weren't thinking about leaving the path, right? So we, we not, <laughs> we're not going to leave the path. But I don't know what's going to happen. See, right now we okay, right? We had one week, maybe, you know, we had a first weekend in. We all kind of, you know, went to d nicest party. Yep. Right? G Nice. IG Live. There you One go, right? We all went to the D Nice party and watched him DJ for six hours at a time. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, that's going to get old. <laughs> think about it. That was, think about it. We, we weren't watching people DJ before the, the apocalypse, right? But when you had no sports on, right? We will do, do that. But eventually, um, I don't know how to say this, but um, people are going to start breaking the quarantine. Hmm. Yep. And and the problem is this, I mean, which which brings me really back to the second point. Mm-hmm. Um, we have no leadership right now. So as far as how long <laughs> is this going to last, it's going to last however long it's supposed to last. Because what we see every day in these coronavirus briefings 
is a very, very uh, reserved yet intelligent doctor who runs the CDC, who is trying to explain to us the reason why all of these requests for us to be in self-quarantine and to stay at home are not ridiculous. He's trying to tell us if we catch it now and keep the numbers low before this exacerbates and we run out of hospital beds for everybody, then we can manage it. But people aren't listening. Then as soon as he finishes that, you have a petulant child who comes up to the microphone, basically discredits everything that Dr. Fauci says and essentially is like, well, you know, uh, I hate reporters and I hate you and y'all need to get out of here. So, um, that's not really the leadership. I think we, we've gotten so desperate that people around the country have been looking to, uh, uh, uh Governor Cuomo right. for the leadership that the president has not been successful in providing. See, but what, and let's be clear, and then this is, of course, you know, now we got to talk to white people because, because, because black people, we're not that silly. Uh, <laughs> I, I promise you, a Cuomo ain't the leader we're looking for either. He all right. We, <laughs> <laughs> you look a little bit deeper in his records, you're going to be disappointed with a lot of Cuomo <laughs> stuff. All right. <laughs> and, and the bottom line is, is that, you know, we just have to sort of, you know, have some sense here. Now, you know, the challenge is, is, is going to be, is, is exactly, you know, the, the tipping point, which is, okay, we, you know, staying in, we've sort of helped a little bit. Then people will start going out again. And so we had this happen, I think, uh, I forgot what that was, uh, maybe Taiwan or somewhere recently where, or, uh, um, where people coming, you know, had, they'd been working for a while, then they went back out and guess what? It increases again, right? right? Because, you know, it's, it's a virus. It's going to spread and what it needs is fuel and the fuel is me and you. Right. right. To get from person to person. Right. And so if we're staying apart and we're not doing that, it's fine. But eventually people, you know, either one, they, they, they feel like they want to be out in these types of events before go to church or wherever, or two, they need to for financial reasons. Right. And so, you know, I'm hoping that the money that's given to people, you know, reaches the right, you know, I, I'm sad that it doesn't seem to reach the right spot, which is, you know, we need for, for people who have their income not, not, not interrupted. They don't need the money. Right, it's the people who have their income. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need no extra money, Um, but the people who have had not had their income, you know, interrupted, that one or two checks, you know, might not do it. Probably won't do it because one of the the scary parts that I think is going to happen is the money that they get is going to get fed right back into the system. So, can you imagine? If you aren't able to generate revenue right now because you have a wage earning job, right? Well, you still got to eat. So there's right. groceries there. Uh, whenever the toilet paper shipments get back, there you uh, go. you're going to need some toilet paper. Uh, you know, you still got to make do pay. You know, I'm sure landlords, if you're not in New York, <laughs> landlords still want their money. <laughs> so uh, landlords and banks still want to get paid uh, for their stuff. And so, what what I fear happening is by the time these checks actually come in for people, the money is already owed. So Absolutely. you're literally signing right. a check over right. um, to, the, to the debtor, who more than likely is connected to one of these corporations that got the $1.7 trillion. <laughs> <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. No, 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 you're absolutely right. You know, or the fact that, for instance, let's say you get, and this is something, you know, it's near or dear to your heart, you get, you know, some loans or some, was it rent forgiveness, or at least, you know, you can't be, for, you can't be uh, thrown out of your home, right? You can't right. be, um, you can't be evicted, right, during right. this crisis. 
Well, at the end of the crisis, you now three months behind the rent. Right, absolutely. You absolutely. gone, right? And so now you actually, it's nice that the streets are, are I guess, are coronavirus free because you're going to be living on them, right? <laughs> and it's, you know, it, it's really sad. We're starting to see, you know, what, I got to tell you the thing about it is, Bernie was right. He might not have been the right candidate, but Bernie was right. Right. We have a situation where it's easily seeing the difference between the haves and the have nots. And here's what's cracking me up, though. We're depending upon the have nots right now to feed us. Absolutely. And do everything Absolutely. for us. Right. And we're like, yep, keep going to work. Keep doing what you do. Right. Risk your life in a grocery store. Right. To or, keep the, or nursing. Or nursing us back to health. Right. Because we lit the toilet. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, all those people in the hospital, you know, they're not all anesthesiologists. Right. And it's like all those people, you know, are, are sitting there and, you know, it, it, it's ridiculous that, you know, we find out who's really important. And somehow it didn't seem to be corporate lawyers, right, that are in the essential services, right, or, you know, stockbrokers or even, you know, ball players or whatever. It, it's, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's these people. And, like, the reason that the money, you know the reason the money went to the corporations, right, is because, and this is so stupid, but both parties had to agree to this, because if you give people the money directly, but not through their jobs, not through payroll, then they lose their jobs. And once they lose their jobs, 60% of people lose their health care. Mm. And so the reason they're giving the money to the corporations and saying, hey, send it back to your workers, is that we have this stupid system where half of us get our, or, or more of us get our health insurance through our employer. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you got to make sure the employer stays whole, right? It's a trickle down, right? You got to give the money to the employer to hope they give it to you, because otherwise, nobody has health insurance. We need to have one single payer health insurance from the government, so we don't have to worry about this again, and you don't have to bail Boeing out mm-hmm. to make sure people get their, you know, their money. But what if I like my health insurance? What if I work at Boeing and I love my health insurance? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You you love it as long as they're willing to give it to you. But we saw, for instance, a couple of airlines already start laying people off. I got a good one for you. I just saw today Harvard, right? $40 billion endowment. Cost, you know, hundred grand to go there. They laid off all their food service people. Woo. Right. That, that that's what that's that, that's what happens when your employer is in charge of your health care, mm. right? It's, it's a good plan. Yeah, you like it you, as long as you had an employer. Right. You know, we all need to have a little Medicare um, and solve that once and for all. Also, it's amazing how we we started thinking these things differently when we all in the same boat. Absolutely. I, I wonder is I don't know if they've taken any statements from Prince Charles now that we found out that he's been tested positive for coronavirus. It, does it does it change his position on well I don't know does, I think England might actually already have universal health care yeah they do Maybe absolutely wow no, absolutely oh, never mind scratch that <laughs> yep no no exactly right <laughs> they, they actually now now here's the thing is you know usually with universal health care there's like a higher level you know if you're rich you can actually pay for the extra level right so I'm sure he ain't in a hospital you know two to a room with with, with you know pooking them. Right, right. I'm sure he's in his own, he's got his own little thing, but at least, you know, everybody there has got a bare minimum standard. England seems to have, have cut their economy off and said, you know, we're just going to sit in and ride this out. And it's, you know, it's it's going to be an interesting um, time here for, for us, I think, as far as, you know, how long we're able to ride this out before companies start saying, you know what, you know, we don't need all these people. Mm. Mm-mm. My question is this, what do you think 
after this, because we'll eventually get past this, do you think this changes things in the future? Are we all going to be going back into work? Do you think companies are going to say, hey, you know what, forget all this business travel and, and teleconferences? And I, Well, I actually think as far as the technology part of it, I think this has revolutionized stuff in a way that it's probably going to be hard for us to go back to normal okay. single operating. I think now, particularly in certain professions where they know, okay, now we don't have to spend utilities on the classroom. Right. When we can have people on Zoom. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, a side note for those of you who invested in Zoom uh, about two months ago, smart people. I hope you enjoy <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so now that we know that we can do things from Zoom, uh, and we know that it's not necessarily going to, I mean, it's still a discipline, but it's not necessarily going to impact our ability to continue to provide a service. Right. Um, then I think this is going to be a, a more viable option for people. Um, I do get, I am concerned about whether or not employment numbers are going to increase. I think there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be collecting unemployment for a long period of time. Um, or at least the maximum, whatever their respective right. state will give them. And I'm not sure that the states are necessarily equipped for the unemployment claim numbers that they are getting ready to see. No, um, no, no, we're really equipped for that. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they're going to get screwed over because if, if there's anybody that a state loves to screw over, it's poor people. So, um, <laughs> you know, and that's the thing that was interesting. You're right. Is that, you know, there was a bunch of, you know, in the debate between the Senate, between the Republicans and the Democrats for this bill, that, you know, it just got passed. The argument at first was Republicans were like, hey, let's give the money to corporations, forget the states, and the, and the, and the, and the Democrats were like, hey, no, no, the states are going to need this stuff for unemployment compensation, et cetera, for the fact that mm-hmm. most, many of our hospitals, right, are, are community-run, right, hospitals, you know, the police, mm-hmm. the fire department, first responders, right, they're, gonna, they're not going to have money because the tax base has been decreased because people aren't working as much. But like you said, the long-term unemployment, I'm wondering what happens when companies realize, you know what? Um, we 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 were just as profitable uh, in, during 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 the, the pandemic, mm-hmm. when all of our people weren't here using up all our electricity. Yeah, and, and you know, yeah. and by the way, we found out you know Tina really wasn't that necessary at all. <laughs> she been on Facebook all day because I don't my job, but you know, I, I'm not seeing you know a, a great uptick in the Facebook. Uh, it seemed to me that we all been on here a little too much. From the beginning, right? <laughs> Think about it. If, if, if what should happen is if all of us are at home now and nobody you're at work, right? Then Facebook should be uh should be a little slow. Yeah. Right from nine to five, it should be a little hard to get on. You you have trouble getting on Facebook? No. Nope. Somehow, yeah. Somehow, the, either they put in you know twice as many servers over the weekend, or we've been goofing off like this for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but my Netflix stream just fine this weekend, right? So apparently, we've been watching as much Netflix as we always been watching. We've been goofing off for a while now. Hey, all I know is Netflix is really coming through with the specials they put out. I'm watching Tiger King right now. Don't watch the whole no Tiger King, not Tiger King. For those of you who have not found out yet, and you will, um, I'm, I'm sure Tiger King is one of the Netflix documentaries about once what a t- once a quarter or so. Netflix finds the craziest white people they can find. 
<laughs> and that's saying a lot. That's saying a lot, all right? But they'll find the fire festival guy, the guy who was willing to, to perform oral sex for, for a bottle of water, right? They find yep. uh, the, the abducted in plain sight, right? The guy yep. who, who somehow got, got his daughter abducted in plain sight, right? Yep. Uh, <laughs> and now we're getting to this where the Tiger special. Now, my question is this. You haven't gotten through it yet. Which of the three do you think is is the craziest now, or which do you think is 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 in the right? If your order from best to worst, it's is, hard because the person that I think is the craziest is also the person I think is the most honest, and that is going to be uh, Joe. I, I like Joe. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I think Joe is absolutely crazy, uh, but he's got a level of pettiness that I just know <laughs> the black community can appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love what he's doing, and and it's crazy because I think the biggest hypocrite. Uh, I can't believe I, Carol. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we gotta go take this back for people who don't, don't understand. All right, so Joe is basically the white trash um, tiger um, collector. Uh, has a tiger uh, national would be word for theme park right in Oklahoma, and oh. now he's weird because he's he's you know. He's he's a rural trashy guy with a mullet, but he's also gay with two husbands. A lot going on with Joe. <laughs> a lot going on. Now you got another guy who's kind of the high class, high end um, a guy in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, who has a tiger reserve. Now this is crazy. I went and looked at it. You know, it's five hundred bucks a person to get in there. A person. No, Yep. You, so, so you know, get your fifteen hundred together, and the three of you can go on in uh, for a day <laughs> and pet <laughs> some animals, right? <laughs> so you have him, and then you got he was talking about Carol here. You got a woman who is she is a cat rescue person, wants to rescue the big Allegedly. cat, so they Allegedly. can come, so they can come to her place in Florida, and then she can charge you money to see the <laughs> to see the cats. <laughs> and not pay her volunteers, right? And, and, and maybe you've killed her ex-husband. Yes. And you also forget to include the supporting cast, which is the drug dealer that the movie Scarface was based off of. <laughs> in Miami. I can't get to all that. I, that, that. I'm just trying to get to make it simple. Um, <laughs> the polygamy, I guess, is going on uh, yeah. with, 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 with the guy in Myrtle Beach where he had his harem, which it was hard to hate on him for that. <laughs> there's the cults, apparently. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, there's three cults. There's no doubt about that. There's three cults going on. Yes. And yes. its rival cults are, are all on, in the same business of, of of Tiger. I didn't know Tiger was such a big business. When I was doing my career plan, my, my, my guidance counselor, if you're out there, to screw you. Uh, you didn't tell me nothing about it. I could have been rich raising tigers. Uh, man, I, it's funny because... I tuned in only for two reasons. One, because I thought it was like a National Geographic thing about tigers. And two, I always look at tiger stuff to see if somebody can eat. And, and two, because everybody on Facebook started talking about Tiger King. And I was like, oh. Okay. So I tune in, and they won me with episode one because of Joe. Joe is so, like, when you talk about somebody who is oversharing and over, overly honest, like the fact that he's a polygamous gay man who operates a place with tigers, 
and believes that if anybody ever comes to shut his business down, there will be a Waco, Texas situation <laughs> on property uh, who walks around with fire. On, and I'm not talking about like, oh, a 45 or you know, anything like a 38. No, no, no. He has an arsenal <laughs> right. on his property. It takes videos of himself shooting these weapons. <laughs> you know, I, I got to tell you, the thing is, it was crazy, though, to me was you're a little later into it. And you saw, obviously, when the, when the woman got her, uh, her arm eaten off. Yes. Right. Yes. And, 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 and what cracked me up is, is not just that you have these crazy central characters who are, you know, the leaders of these various cult bands, right? These tiger cults. But the, the people they get with them, like this woman, one of Joe's people got her arm eaten off and went right back to work. And she was like, look, you know what? I, you know, I, I don't want to be, they were like, we can save your hands. It's going to be 20 surgeries. And she was like, no, 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 I ain't got time for that. I got to get back to work on Tuesday and just take the hand. I, you know, and I was like, man. That's that, that, that's something. The other woman was complaining that you know, in, in one of the other cults, that you know, he, he, that she had just gotten you know implants because yeah. you know, he, he uses sex sex the women up. And she was like, I didn't even want them. I just you know, they, they just told me I was getting them, and I was like, damn, that, that's that's a hell of a job. Um, and <laughs> and but you know, on the other hand, I don't know why she was complaining. She got to keep them. She had to give them back when she left. So that ain't a bad deal. <laughs> Yeah, man, I, I don't know what's going on. What I do know is with Joe, it seems like he's giving people employment opportunities who don't have Thank any you. other leg to stand on. They didn't have teeth um, to stand on. They wouldn't have got yeah. <laughs> Joe is my man. I, I, I know it's going to end badly with Joe. I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I know it's going to end badly. All right? I'm pretty it's sure of that. too much going on with Joe. <laughs> too much going on with Joe. But they keep going back with these, you know, with these past tense. Yeah, that was Joe, right? Right. <laughs> and right. So I, I'm not sure I'm so optimistic. And I know the other guy is still in business, though. But seriously, you want to go to the one in Myrtle Beach? You know, it was, I couldn't believe it, 600 bucks a day to pet the, 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 the tigers. Well, the baby tigers. I think he's killing the old ones, the, the other ones. Yeah, and a lady in Florida is a, a trip. Like, first off, <laughs> the fact that Joe, the, the pettiest thing that happens on the show, and I hate if I'm spoiling it for you guys, but it's it, we need to do this. The pettiest thing on the show is Joe made a video impersonating her dead husband. <laughs> using a picture of her dead husband. And imposed his mouth on the dead husband's picture. It's like, this is the ghost from your past. It's talking about how you killed me. <laughs> yeah, well, and we gotta give a little, a little explanation, right? So yeah. the, the woman in Florida is running a rescue and she is a bitter sworn enemy of Joe, and I can't remember the other guy's name, let's just call him Fancy Fred, right? And, and, and she says that these guys are abusing the tigers and that she wants to bring them all to her reserve in Florida where she will not abuse them but put them in even smaller cages and also charge people to come see him every day. But it's not abuse when she does it because she's careful, right? And so they have this internet feud going on where they keep making videos back and forth, right, of each other. And she's, you know, trying to expose him. And then he's trying to expose her as uh, not just only a fraud, but also someone who apparently uh, has killed at least one of her husband's. Oh, no. She's had, she's had two others. So who knows? Not just allegedly killed, but had the come up of the century. Like, got him out of pocket, got his estate, 
got his money, got right. his tigers, got everything. And I now she is a car carrying PETA member uh, talking about the cruelty that, that Joe is posing to animals that he seems to be, uh, I guess every time I see him, he's laying down and they hugged up with him. He's right. a tiger whisperer. Right, right, like tiger whisperer. Exactly. <laughs> but she thinks not only she can have the tigers, right? And, and, and I love the fact that I knew something weird with her when they went in their closet the first time and she had like 7,000 tiger print outfits. Right, and right. I was like, you know what, you know, we 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 were doing fine as 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 as, as lawyers for a while, and uh, we never had seven thousand tiger print, uh, seven thousand anything outfits. You know, she got a master closet that look look like my living room, right? Like, oh no, no, she obviously she ain't in this just for the for for, for the love of the tiger. Right. Right, you know, she right. ain't running a cat rescue like, you know, a cat lady, right, you know, down the street, right? She running right. a whole different type of rescue here and uh, got volunteers that she ain't paying. She paid with a T-shirt. You get a special color T-shirt. Oh, yeah, right? color coordination, bro. It just made everybody look stupid. And I was just like, damn, Joe at least paying his people, you know, with with, uh, with, with a little bit of money Inspire and uh, expired meat. <laughs> Now here's the weird part is I haven't seen it all. So we're not spoiling all. You can still get into it. That's only like the first couple first couple episodes. I did lose my wife. Um I, I have not seen her in several days. Uh she is locked up in the room. She come out every once in a while from the reserve um to get some snacks. But she is in this to win it. She I think she set a goal to finish it tonight. Um and I think she's had a schedule. She is, she is, she is, she is, she is in it. And, and every day she's like, you know, you gotta, you ain't gonna believe this. I'm like, yes, I am. I'm gonna believe it. Cause it's Netflix. It's the same thing every, every, every few months. It's some crazy white people. This is this installment. I, the thing that's crazy to me about it though is not that you found one group, but that there are three tiger cults and they can't even get along with each other. You think you'd be in the same business, you would just say, hey, you know, we're exploiting the tigers, we're all doing it, let's just get, we, we, they're not in competing, you know, geographic areas, right, so let's just, you know, you keep your area and whatever, then they're having, you know, fused with each other over the tigers. Yep. And different geographic areas, like Shane in, 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 in Oklahoma, why she care? Because, man, that's, it, it, I feel like Netflix knew what they were doing when they put this out here. They are targeting a black demographic. I'm telling you. Because, because as soon as it came out, I was like, oh, so this is like next level hatred. This right. is like, I'm just a hater and I don't want anybody else to have anything. Right. Then, then you sprinkled in the, the guy who was Scarface. Right. Because you knew, like, for me, I was like, okay, they're going to Miami, talk about exotic animals. Most people, I would think your first experience with seeing an exotic animal of any kind was probably in Miami. We're going through Miami with the people that used to hold the uh, pythons on the, on the street corner and the ladies run up to take pictures with them and all that. So I was like, okay, well, you know, Miami, that's interesting. But they led into it with, oh, yeah, by the way, he was convicted of drug trafficking. Uh, he, would, he would put kilos of cocaine in exotic animal bodies. And he said, oh, I didn't do it for the drugs. I didn't get the animals here. <laughs> now, I, I couldn't even get in, into that one. I'm trying to figure out how Siegfried and Roy get into it. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Call me when you bring out Siegfried and or Roy. Because that's what kills me is we're not even getting into the most exotic tiger people. Yeah. Where's, where's Mike Tyson's tiger? I want to you know, know about all the tigers. 
Yeah, I need Mike out of this. Mike, this, this is a train wreck. <laughs> I gotta tell you though, I don't get it. And this is like, you know, the thing I think we love about this is, is that it's, it's that we, like you said, you know, it ain't gonna be none of us, right? right. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I'm looking at it just like you understand that thing can kill you, right? At any moment in time, that would be like black people having a thing where we have police parks and we just right. made it all over the cops and you get to pet a cop right, right. For, you know for, for, for five dollars a day right and, and get tech cop you know cop clothes and tattoos like what are you doing this is a dangerous animal right right but i mean i don't know they they all seem to have great control over the animals to the most part until that lady's arm got bit off <laughs> you know joe is doing the most like joe will be out there like hugging them and always carrying the little baby cubs around for pictures. And then they got regular people who paid their money to go in and they going into the tiger cage. I'm like, well, I'm going to pay you $600 to put me in a tiger cage. If I'm going to pay $600, I'm trying to see you get a tiger cage. I've only <laughs> seen, and I saw it in the first episode, a couple of, there was like one sister who was a customer there and I know she was lost. I know that's not what she meant to be. She like, this ain't no ludicrous. <laughs> like, I know she was not what she was meant to be. And I'm sure, you know, when they eventually told her she could get in the cage with the tiger, uh, she did. She thought she was going to the tiger concert. There you know, she was going to see tiger. Probably Tiger Woods. Probably thought she was going to see Tiger Woods. I don't know. But I know she didn't think she was going to get in there with a tiger. Um, and you know, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you, it, it, it's crazy. Although here's the thing is, I recognize one of those dudes. One of those guys is just like a guy I know here personally. I can mm-hmm. see him. He, he's got into a different business. He's in legal marketing, but he, he, he could have got a tiger. He'd been the same guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, coming on the elephant and just, 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 you know, talk crazy. And, uh, and, it, and, it, you know, it works. And, and I'm not even mad at none of them. I'm like, good. This is what we need in America. <laughs> Mope, wifey, we eating by time. <laughs> oh, man. We can get one of these on every corner, like a Chick-fil-A. It'd be great. <laughs> now, the, the other thing that gets me up is, you know, I, I don't get it, though, because how many people in your life have you ever met who own a tiger? Uh, Nobody that I know of. Think about it, Even in the hood, right? You, you know, you see people with pit bull, but ain't nobody got a tiger. Right. 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 And I'm just like, people... People cut down on the pit bulls under the Michael Vick situation, but, <laughs> but but somehow these people have multiple tigers, and you know they were actually that expensive when when Joe was talking about you know buying. I was like, man, I, I can afford a tiger. Three thousand bucks, exactly. But what I can't afford to do is feed a tiger. Well, apparently they can't either. That, that's why they. <laughs> <laughs> After a certain amount of time, your boy Myrtle Beach was like, "All right, well, I take him out on a nice long walk." And that's it. The tiger ran away. I don't know what happened to him. He ran away. Oh man! Yeah, I was thinking the same thing because I was like, everybody loves tigers when they're cute and cuddly, but they're only gonna be cute and cuddly for like eight months, right? <laughs> and then they're gonna be big and playful. With sharp claws and sharp teeth. No, but, but Joe is in there. Like I said, you know, we just, you get a Walmart near you, right? Where yeah, they have to, yeah. you know, give expired you the discarded meat. meat, right? The expired meat. And apparently tigers love them some bologna. I wouldn't have guessed it, right? I really wouldn't have. I like, I I like Joe, Joe is a hustler. Joe, Joe got albums. You know what I'm saying? Joe got a, a 
television production. <laughs> you understand that if Joe could sing even a little bit, he would have just been a singer, right? Joe really that's all he wanted to do. But now he gotta raise tigers because he can't really sing. You know Joe all he wanted to do was sing. Right? I mean, he, right he, got, he got like fourteen he I love the fact that he put out these albums like you know, these double EPs, like twenty eight songs on this album. Mm-hmm. All about tigers. I mean, I'll say this. I'm not into country music. But as far as voices go, wasn't bad. Like, I, I was like, uh, uh, no, let, I, let me explain to you something about country music. Everybody can sing country music. <laughs> I did, I, let me tell you how I, I, I learned this. I did not know this until I went to, it was in Jacksonville, Florida, which is basically mm-hmm. the South, right? Mm-hmm. Went to a, a country karaoke bar. We were in there for two hours before I realized it was karaoke. Because everything <laughs> sounded just like the record for two hours, right? <laughs> Either that was the most talented group of people I've ever seen in my life, or country is easy <laughs> as hell to sing. Because I'm not kidding. I did not know it was karaoke for two hours. I was like, wait a minute, that's karaoke, right? <laughs> oh, so if you can sing country, you let him hit Whitney Houston, you know, uh, I will always love you. All right? And then I will see if he can sing. He looked like he don't have nothing to do with Whitney Houston. I know his husband though. <laughs> Love probably wear robes and pointy hoods on the weekend. <laughs> I don't know. I, I tell you the thing is, you say all that about the guy, but the guy was not only gay, but had two husbands. Two husbands. All right, so he obviously, you know, had the non-traditional side to him. Uh, obviously, you know, I don't know how how much of a role the firearms played into that. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to give away how he talked. Renee told me how he talked to one guy. He apparently, talked one guy into being gay. He didn't even know he was gay yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I we, we'll just leave, we just leave that for the next. Day. Go watch that episode. Look at episode two or something. Um, I can tell you that uh, I've never been able to use that line on a woman, but I guess. <laughs> 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 I guess my game ain't that strong. Um, I ain't mad at him. Hey man, well you know Carol was just walking down the street, and you know, dude, <laughs> her 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 now deceased husband or allegedly deceased husband just pulled up and was like, "Hey, I'll let you hold this gun out on me if you just let me give you a ride." And that's how they met. It's like well, what in the other world? You keep saying this. Be clear. Allegedly dead because we don't know. He just missing. Right. <laughs> if he's been missing since what ten years, but he but he uh, might come back any day now, like you know Bobby in Dallas. He might have just been in the shower right, right. all this time. It might be a dream. <laughs> um, but it might be she might have fed him to the tigers. We don't know. Well, I would definitely she, look she, in there. She did. <laughs> and and it doesn't help that her her brother is a sheriff's deputy. But I, <laughs> see the end of that. I, I man, I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm glad we both. I think everyone comes to the same conclusion. First, you know, she's supposed to be this crusader, and then you're like, wait a minute, what kind of crusade is this? Right. You got a wild on park just like he is. <laughs> right. Man, they should have got along. Should have, you know, did a merger, right? And there's been tigers are us, right? They could, they could have cleaned up together. They and they fighting each other. Well, I tell you, man, Joe is so petty. That when he did the the music video about her feeding the husband <laughs> to the tiger, the lady he hired to play her, I thought it was her. Like, I was <laughs> like, wow, that's big of her to be. <laughs> no, no, Joe, Joe, Joe definitely got too much. That's the problem, though. They got too much time on their hands. 
Right? If you ain't got nothing but tigers to talk to all day, then you got a whole day to just, to, to just, you know, re, cause think about it, you know, they're making, and, you know, all of them are making real money. Right. And you think they would be like, Joe got a gift shop where he's selling draws, tiger draws. <laughs> Tell me, these are big sellers. I'm like, really, Joe? You know what? Mm-hmm. I ain't never been able to sell CLE draws, right? I'm trying to sell some <laughs> continuing legal education draws up in here. I would quit giving the talks, right? Everybody mm-hmm. can sell draws, right? And it's like, he's up in here, you know, just, I mean, you know, they're, you know, he got, he got a CD. I mean, it's not like, you know, that he didn't have anything going for himself, right? But, right. Uh, but he still can't let go of this feud, right? With this woman. That's, that's why we love it. That's, that's why we love it. <laughs> but here's the thing is, this is where America has come to in the 21st, you know, in the year 2020, where if you go outside, you die. Right. So instead, you stay inside and watch crazy white people, or every once in a while you get bored and you watch uh, D-Nice, um, DJ. And by the way, ain't nothing wrong with, with, with the DJ, but here's the thing about it was, it wasn't like, you know, we were watching people dance and party. He was just sitting there going, Erica Badu is in the house. How you doing? Bernie Sanders <laughs> up in the house. Eight hours of just naming who was in the house. Right? It was like romper room. Right? I see right. Tina. Right? <laughs> and I was like, and that was the hottest thing going Saturday night. That's all we, I couldn't, you know, couldn't take my eyes off of it. Um, we got to get some sports back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought the sport last week was DJing because it was that's what it was. Night, it was night, night wonder. I watched him last night. Um, there was a couple other DJs that that did their thing. I tell you this though, what is interesting? One is you're right. They only shout out the famous people, and I think people made comments about that on D Nice's. Paul says like, man, I've been in here supporting you for three days, <laughs> and, and you can't even say. Hey, shout out, <laughs> shout out to John in Arkansas. You can't even right. do that. But if I, but if I was Ava DuVernay, you <laughs> I love the fact that Bernie Sanders showed up. I'm like, really, Bernie? I, Bernie? I know somebody just, just, just put his account in there. I know Bernie did not sit there and, and, and listen to him, you know, play. And by the way, you think about DJ and where did DJ stop having records and now you just press play on your iTunes? Hey, I mean, it's a talent. It's all about the ear for the deep cut that people haven't heard from way back that's going to create mass nostalgia. Okay. And you only play so much of it so that you can get control of the crowd. And then right when the crowd's getting antsy because you stopped it, you drop something else that's going to hit them with that nostalgia again. It's a science. Like, I get it. <laughs> I we used to have signs where people were scratching, where they were mixing songs together. Yeah, right. Where they were doing all that. Now you just sitting there going play. <laughs> what you know about this? You don't know nothing about this. Yeah, exactly. Good boy. We go. We go. Shout way out to Michelle Obama. Boo Boo Old school boo <laughs> I gotta tell you, this is if this is gonna be entertainment going forward, uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get off this ride. I'm, I'm telling you now. I'm gonna have to get my stuff back. I'm gonna have to start my own little um, what be word for it, pirate, you know, basketball league, right? Be be me and my kids in the back playing two on two or something. But we're gonna have to do something better than this. This is crazy. Well, if I knew this was the wave, I would have gotten that uh, DJ equipment at the pawn shop and taught myself this. Because uh, these people doing views, like D-Nice, I think he had like 2 million people uh, over the weekend. I was like, man, I don't even need 2 million. Can I get 50,000? 
They they start sending you the checks after you get to what ten thousand. Well, good for oh no, I now and he gonna come up and I ain't mad. At, 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 good for him, but I am saying that we used to actually have better entertainment than that. That's what I'm saying. Right. Before we had we had concerts and comedy clubs, right, and nightclubs and and and, and everything. Um, and now all we got is each, each other. Um, and 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 people posting Facebook memes. And, 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 and I don't know about this, but by the way, when we do go out in real life, I don't even know how to act with people now. Cause on one hand, I, I almost feel like I want to just see, if I see people to just like, oh my God, that's another human being. But on the other hand, I'm scared of everybody I see. I'm like a white woman now, right? In, 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 in the hood. I'm scared of everybody I see. I mean, if I see you on, I'll cross the street. Right, you know, I, <laughs> <laughs> if you get elevated, I'm jumping off. I mean, I, I found myself at the drive-through today, holding my breath while getting my get, getting my food. Right, right. Now, but the way they didn't cook my food and all everything with it, but I'm holding my breath because she might breathe on me. Oh, and she's trying to talk to me. How was your day, sir? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, it is crazy up in here. Now, on the one hand, the good news is, is that white people are starting to understand the way you feel when you leave your house. And you're like, oh, man, I got to make sure I do everything right. I got to make sure I do the wipes right. I got to make sure I do this. That, that feeling that, you know, if you mess up once, it could be death. That's how it is being black every day. <laughs> welcome. Join well, us. Welcome. <laughs> I, and I knew we would all be black at some point in 2020. I thought it was be after the election. But apparently we're we going to be black early, right? Where, you know, where everything is life or death, right? Every day you walk out the house like this could be la- That's what it's like, all right, being black every day. And I'm, I'm just going to say this ahead of time. Uh, for those of us who are hair follicle challenged people, uh, these barbershops are closing up. So in, in state of North Carolina, if you didn't get your hair cut by five o'clock today, it's going to be rough for you. We don't know when the barbers are coming back. They may not come back until August. So uh, I hope you're ready for this fro or these corn rolls. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're ready to look like homie the clown if you can't grow it in the middle. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be rough for you. And please, 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 while you are socially distant from everybody, please don't go outside walking around looking crazy and go across a group of black people because they will laugh at you. And it, <laughs> from afar. Be nice. From afar. We ain't, ain't going to be laughing at you. Quickly, so don't worry about that. We're going to be six feet from each other, too. That's the thing that, that's cracking me up. Is I saw uh, some sisters in an uh, AKA line. They were showed up to, a, to another sister's house who was going through some other health challenges, cancer, I believe. And they right. wanted to, you know, do, do, do a little step for us. Beautiful. Beautiful sign. You know how sisters are. Beautiful sign of sister solidarity. But they were all six feet apart. They were socially distanced in their, their, their step. Right? You know, we're going to be six feet apart. My wife and I are sleeping at least six feet apart. All right, we we just barely we we both fall off the bed. We, we barely gonna get off because you know I don't know where she been. She been in stuff. Oh man! But some of y'all ain't socially distancing, and they gonna be a lot of um, little ones about uh, January uh, this time next year. Hey, now is the time. Now is the time. Get it ready. <laughs> We're gonna have little little uh corona. We gonna have Cora. We're gonna uh-huh. have Rona. We're gonna have Virate. <laughs> the COVID. best claim I heard is they're gonna be called coronials. Right? Coronials. It's just some millennials. <laughs> coronials. 
And, and, and I saw one dude man post on Facebook was kind of scary. He was he was talking to this woman. He was like, "Woman, you can't run now." And she was like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "This ain't right." Um, but yeah, a lot of us are, are trapped. We gonna find out um, just how much we like each other over the next couple of months. Yep, absolutely. I got feeling there could be a lot of divorce on the other end of the, of the, of the corona. Well, I mean, that's assuming people make it to divorce because I hear these according to news, domestic violence numbers have spiraled. <laughs> so, uh, y'all, please take care of each other. Please love each other. Please do not be beating each other across the head right now. The hospitals do not want to see you. They dealing with coronavirus patients. That's right true. Now. That's true. We we so, got capacity for that. Take care of yourself. Also, uh, for those of you who are looking for medical masks particularly if you are in the New York, uh, New York City area, uh, Pornhub. Pornhub has uh, apparently been uh, handing out uh, the, the masks yep. to people in New York, uh, to first responders. Uh, <laughs> Wait, and, you know, explain to me two things. One, how Pornhub got the mask. I think that there was a huge shipment of masks that they had pre-ordered long ago. Uh, for some scenes that they they were considering shooting. How uh, many? How many scenes they were shooting? They got like fifty grand, thousand masks. The second thing is they said that during the whole pandemic they were going to give free access to the Pornhub Premium site. And I just have a question for everybody, which is who the hell was paying for porn <laughs> on the internet? <laughs> I have come across it from time to time over the last 20 years. I've never been it. Who is paying for porn on the internet? Man, you'd be surprised, man. You would be surprised. I bet it ain't I none of us. Know. I bet it ain't none of nope. us. Nope. Nope. Seriously, I, I can't believe there wasn't enough free porn that someone said, no, 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 I got to pay for the good stuff. They try to get the exclusive clips. And, and now I took the fact. Backstage interviews. Thank you. I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little, I'm like, maybe I need to try it. I, be, I must be getting the cheap porn. I, I must be getting the substandard. You know, I'm sure I'm deluxe. I need to be getting the deluxe porn now. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a man of sophistication and means, right? I, I can't be running around here getting poor people porn. Right? I need to come up on my porn, apparently, because obviously I've been out here with these poor people with free. Seriously, I'm trying to get how this is a thing, but it is obviously. I mean, they got masks. I ain't got fifty thousand masks. Hey man, I I always feel like the people who are paying for deluxe stuff is probably like watching ESPN Sports Center, so they got the post game. I, I don't know. I guess they're doing it wrong. I didn't know you you could even make it to the post game to tell the truth. But uh, <laughs> apparently, people with patience. I, I'm seriously trying to figure out how this is a thing. But apparently, they have the mask. But seriously, Apple got the mask. Who else was uh, was running around hoarding masks um, and sending? And I'm just like, why do y'all have so many masks? And why do rich people have to test? I hear about rich people on Instagram every day. Like, I just got tested. <laughs> COVID nineteen. How you <laughs> know how that works? Oh please! <laughs> they look at the test and they're asking questions like, "Well, you been in China?" Then the other question they're asking is, uh, "How much money you had? <laughs> uh, how many people you know can we think, can we reliably think we can get? You know, how much money do you think we can get back on 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 the test from you? Right? right? right. Um, you know, it's, it's, they're doing means testing, uh, one way or the other. 
um, as, as they always do. And so, yeah, everybody, you know, they, they got tests for people who, who, who uh, want. Now, the, the thing is, though, is that that old test, ooh, I heard Donovan, uh, was it Mitchell, who was the player for the Utah Jazz, who got it. Okay. And he was saying that he has never felt anything more uncomfortable in his entire life. Hmm. They said they stuck that swab so deep in his nose, he was trying to squirm and get it. I was like, oh, hell no. I will be dying of causes unknown. But that's probably because he's black in Utah. That's probably <laughs> that's why we got, we got dig deep. Well, no, and don't get me wrong. I've always suspected that they used to have a test for, um, how do I say it, um, venereal disease mm-hmm. with a Q-tip. Uh, yep. That would make sure that you didn't get shit again, right? Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Hypothetically, <laughs> right? And um, and that's what I thought they would do when people were like, yo, you you gonna get one coronavirus? You ain't gonna come here tomorrow, ask for I know that, right? Yeah. You, uh, but then you Trump be traumatized. Yeah. yeah traumatized. Then, you know, Trump come out with his own test, and you see, he came out with his own cure that killed somebody here in Arizona. Oh, no, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, so he was talking about some drug or whatever. And sure enough, the form of that drug, there's a form of that drug, phosphate, that you put in fish tanks. And okay. this woman, old woman, said, my president said that this will work. But her and her husband gave them the fish tank food, right? Mm. The you know, stuff you put at the bottom of the fish tank. Right. And uh, she's a widow now. Hold up! She gave it to her husband. Well, and, well, and, and she took some too. She, she just, you know, oh. lived, she, she 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 must take a smaller bite. Um, but she she lived too. But they're both in the hospital, and now she was on TV like, "I listened to my president." I'm like, "Really? <laughs> now you just figured out we've been telling you for for, for two four years he's a damn liar. You don't listen to him now." And I love the fact that Trump is. It'd be one thing to say I'm optimistic. I think we're gonna come up with a cure, but he naming cures. He, you know, he done heard on Breitbart. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, well, if you put fruit gushers and Robitussin, right, and some ginger ale, then maybe, and I'm like, come on, man, you're going to get people killed. And so sure enough, he done got somebody killed. He don't mm. care. Wow. Now, I hadn't heard about that. That is wild. It is, it is, it's been wild. Now, the thing is, this, uh, no, no, Trump wants everybody to come back on Easter. Um, that's the day I'm guaranteeing I'm not going back to church. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thinking it needs to be too soon, but give me a guess, Jesse. How, what's your best guess as to when, you know, the quarantine is lifted? And I guess by the quarantine, I mean this. When can you go into a restaurant, sit down, and eat with other human um. beings? I mean, the way I'm looking at it right now, I'm guessing October. Oh, <laughs> man! October! October. Because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you okay. my rationale. Okay. I am not confident that anybody in this administration uh is going to listen and get out of the way of the experts trying to work on it. Okay. I am confident that somebody's going to magically figure something out before the election. <laughs> I'm confident in that. Okay. You so, think that'd be it. Okay. think that'd be it. I, that's, that's, that's not bad. That's, not, that's good thinking. I, I like that. I'm going to say um, that we're going to have several coronavirus part one, two, and three. Okay. All right. So we in it now to one. I figure by, um, by, by May Day, by May 1st, we'll be out, and then we'll be back in again. 
All right, by about the 4th of July. We'll come out the 4th of July. We'll be back again. I was doing research because I got nothing to do now. I'm bored, right? So I'm, uh, I, I was looking up, um, and I can't, you know, be on Facebook all the time. I looked up the plague, the Black Death, right, from the 14th century of Europe. Right. And if you look at the dates of it, it says like this, 1340 to 1343, 1345 to 1348, uh, 1352 to 1368. And basically for an entire half a century, it's like every three years on and a year off. And you know why? Because what happens is, is that we didn't invent social distancing. They, when they saw people dropping dead, they didn't understand germ theory, but they knew, you know what? If these people are getting a lot of sickness, I'm getting the hell away from them. So people would run away. They'd go to their little, you know, cottages in the, in the woods. They, you know, hide out. And then they come back. And guess what? As soon as they came back, they got it again. Then they would run back again, right? Mm-hmm. And so you got all these years. And I could see us doing that as Americans because it's like the thing is, it's like a scab, right? If you wait for it to fully heal, you're good. But if you pick right. at it early, right, it's going to come back and bleed again, right? And then you're going to have to get another skin, right? And I know as a kid, um, every person – Person I know uh, got 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 some uh, some messed up elbows and knees, right? Because we picked the scab about twenty times too early, right? Right. That 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 that's what's going to happen with the U.S. economy. We'll keep, keep picking the scab because you know people want to get back to work, right? And then we'll have to go back again because we you know start start coming back. And I figured we'd do this you know several times. Um, my 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 by the time is over. My my guess is March uh, twenty twenty three. March 2023, okay. But now we're not going to be in the house all the time because we're going to keep coming back out early, right? And, and especially, I mean, we haven't even talked about this. And, and, I, and I probably shouldn't, uh, you know, say that now my, my father's listening. Um, but, but, but my pops is, is you know, is, is a little bit of a player. Uh, he divorced. Uh, he, can, he can do that. Um, mm-hmm. And he was telling me, he's like, you know, should I risk the, the, the corona? Uh, <laughs> 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 you know, because, you know, I got, I, got, I got some dates out here, right? And I'm like, look, man, no, you cannot risk the corona yet. But in a couple months. People are gonna be, you know, you can you can you can upgrade, right? Couple months because <laughs> people right now, are like, yeah, I can do it. Think about it. You know, you and I can do this for for a while. We got, you know, you know, our our boo, right? Right. But if you single, you've been out there. And now you ain't been out there for. You think people are gonna go social distance, right? No. That long? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? They're gonna be able to social distance. You can social distance for a couple weeks, right? Anybody can be able to social distance for two months. Right, right. <laughs> they're gonna have to have some very uh, social what closeness, right? Yeah, um, and, and exactly, and, you know. So we're gonna have people constantly sort of, you know, <laughs> breaking, you know, it will be work for breaking curfew or, or, or um, you know, quarantine. <laughs> my, my pops gonna be leaving. Yeah, I mean, the summer is coming, and I just, Thank I mean, you. In, in all honesty, I can't see people sitting in the house all summer. Um, I know they closed the beaches down, but. Pretty curious as to how they're going to enforce it when those throngs and throngs of people come. To <laughs> uh, so, you know, I don't know. I, I'm all I can do is just sit back and understand that these are uncertain times, but just make the most of it. So for anybody who has access to a grill, access to meat, access to Netflix, access to family, obviously you got free porn. So, so there's a, uh, 
that. I think about that. That is that's a good one. I got to tell you the other thing. I got to tell you, and I'm, I know no one's going to agree with me. That's okay. Um, if you're looking for a birthday gift for me, you feel that you know that you, that you appreciate me. Here's what you need to get me. You need to give me my very own Mike Pence. Mike Pence. <laughs> I want me a Mike Pence. I just need one. I take over the world. But give me one Mike Pence. Mike is ride or die. Oh, yeah. I, but I got to tell you, that man is amazing to me. I, he sit up there and listen to Trump say that stupid stuff. You know, Dr. Fauci got to cover his face, right? right? Mike Pence will sit there with a straight face, just like, yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> He comes up there and gives a very, you know, intelligent briefing. He's got the numbers down, right? He's, you know, practiced it a couple of times. He sits there right behind, and the whole time he's giving his briefing, he's like, as the president tells us, you got to brush your teeth every day, right? The president says you got to put your underwear on first before you put your pants on. Like, he is constantly affirming that Trump is the most genius guy in the world, even though he stands behind his stupid butt and hear him every day. Right. And I'm like, man, if I got one person on my team like that, I'd run the world, right? Because he is ride or die. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand it, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, sure, he's his own. I'm, I'm more uh, concerned. I, I guess my bigger thing is, I think we also have found that coronavirus has exposed the senators who are doing the insider trading. <laughs> <laughs> like Richard Burr from North Carolina, uh, it got exposed with insider trading trying to sell off their stock before it's that shut down the economy. Like, oh, uh, you heard when it happened when, when they asked Trump about it and Trump was like, I remember seeing that press conference and Trump was just like, kind of like, like, yeah, why wouldn't you? Like, who, 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 who wouldn't do that? Like, Trump was like a man was surprised that we would even ask about that. Like, of course, mm-hmm. right? Like, why would you not? Cause you know, you've been doing it for six months before now. Right. <laughs> now, the thing that gets me is, do you have any theory about this? We, keep, we keep, you know, Trump keeps saying this is unprecedented. The truth of the matter is, it's not unprecedented. We had something like this almost exactly a hundred years ago. Okay. And last year was Zika, swine flu, H one N one, all that. <laughs> now I gotta confess, they got me with Zika and stuff because the thing that got me about the coronavirus at the beginning was, and I don't feel bad about it. It ain't my fault. I was poo pooing this thing like y'all don't know what you're talking about. I, where my killer bees? Because my <laughs> my entire life they've been telling me that someone's gonna kill us. And they were finally right. All right, I didn't know, but but here's the thing about it is, people were mad at me like Sean, you're horrible. I'm like, look, it, the story that I was taught, the first story I was ever taught in school was the boy who cried wolf. Right. And the people in that, and the point of that story was not that you should believe people every time they cry wolf, but that if you want people to believe you, don't cry wolf so often. Right. Okay. They right. cry wolf over the monkeypox. Right, the 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 bird, the, the the chicken, the cow flu. They 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 they, they, they cried it over the, the. I mean, like I said, killer bees. Why why right. to pay? Every year, someone's supposed to kill us. Chipotle, Chipotle, <laughs> that did. And then <laughs> and then finally, Chipotle and the coronavirus get us. And 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 now I look like a fool. But the truth of the matter is, is that you know you 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 would have helped me believe you earlier if you had not done it before. But here's the thing about it is, I, I'm a fool. Doesn't matter if I'm a fool. But Trump. Like, you president, see, I think it should be a class on presidency. Like, look, these are the things that might happen. And one of the things that might happen is a pandemic, because that's literally how the earth works. 
Right? I've been doing research on this, and it's always a pandemic somewhere. Germs are going to end. This is not the last one we're going to have. And somehow we were caught so unprepared that we didn't even have, like, gloves and masks for the doctors. Not necessarily for the rest of us, right? For doctors, because apparently we only order that stuff, like, a week ahead of time. Mm-hmm. How is that possible in America where, you know, we couldn't find extra gloves? And it seemed like every hospital would have had, like, you know, just – the whole basement store with that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And here's why I say that. When you go to Walmart now, go to Walmart. Don't don't go in. But just go to the Walmart parking lot. You'll notice that it is empty. And here's why. Because that, that parking lot is always empty until Christmas. Mm. They always keep enough extra capacity so the very big time of the year you have enough. But for the most part, we have extra parking. We have extra everything in America. But somehow we got no extra gloves. Right? Mm-hmm. Now we're running out of asthma inhalers because they're using some of those inhalers, you know, for, for, for the corona. And it's like, why do we only for our medical system have enough for two days extra? Right? If the shipment don't, because the truck don't come in on Tuesday, you got to close the whole hospital down. But we got all the iPads you'd ever want. Right? You know, we got all the, you ever go to Foot Locker and they're out of shoes? No. <laughs> right? Somehow we got Thank you, thank you. We got all of we got all everything you want, right? But somehow we can't get enough medical stuff, and we don't plan for the fact that yeah, there's going to be a pandemic about oh I don't know, you know, let's say once every hundred years at least, right? Where you know something's going to come down, and we're not ready for it, right? We don't have mm-hmm. extra capacity in hospitals, so we know how bad we are in hospital beds. We got just the bare minimum number of hospital beds, right, to meet your. And I'm like, we think well, we're so bad. If you get a, a car accident or a train wreck in your town. We gotta send people to another hospital. Hmm. Right? Now think about it. Walmart is almost never crowded, packed, because they built it big enough so that for the busiest time of the year they can get everybody in there, but in June it'd just be half empty. But a hospital, no, we ain't gonna have no extra capacity in the hospital. Right. You right. wouldn't have an extra wing that could just be ready to open up when it when it comes. No, no, no. For a hospital, you got every bed always packed. You be people sleeping two to a bed. Right. And it's like, you know, as a country, we really got to, you know, you think that we would have extra stuff on hand. And like the mask, the way it worked in Taiwan is Taiwan didn't have to close anything down because as soon as this happened, they they did two things. They, they said, everybody put a mask on. And before you go into any building, we're going to give you a temperature check. Temperature too much, you got to go. You think we got enough thermometers for that in America? Right, you know, fancy <laughs> thermometers. No, no, no. We got like seven thermometers extra. Right? It's like I don't know why <laughs> in the richest country in the world we got no extra supply of anything. Yeah. I have no idea, man. I I think part of this is uh Trump exiting the global uh I think it was like a global pandemic response unit or something mm-hmm. that they had put together. So that's part of it. If you know information is coming from another country and you know what they've already tried and what worked and what didn't. Right. You can prepare. I also, but I think the biggest thing to me more than anything is just preparation, but listening. Like you can't, you can't ask for experts to give you an opinion, but then ignore it. <laughs> right. Like, like, it's a waste of time for everybody. Right. Uh, so I think, you know, the experts have spoken ad nauseum about what needs to happen, what we right. know about the situation right now, how this increases, how it has the potential to be incredibly devastating if it's not checked and i still feel like 
You got the governor of Mississippi who's talking about, well, just pray and you'll be okay. Keep going up where you, you got people who are just acting re- completely ridiculous and not providing effective leadership by means of stepping aside. And I think that's one of the things that I know people get on me a lot because I'm very pro Obama and I probably always will be. But that's one of the things I always appreciate about Obama. I feel like when there's a situation that he don't know about, he's not going to sit there and try to tell you what he don't know. Right, right, he's going right. to get the person who does, move out of the way, let them tell him what it is, and then he's going to put the force of the government behind that person. Right? So no, no, we would have never seen Obama in this whole thing. No. Right? No. And I could feel the everyday Trump up there, and I'm like, I'm at the media, I'm like, stop asking him questions. He's just going <laughs> to make it worse for people. I got, I got the people dying now, right? When he come on, turn the cameras off. When Fauci come on, turn the cameras back on. Right. right, and just stop listening to this fool because they keep thinking, well, we're fact checking him. I'm like, we don't fact check sports. I don't. You don't have somebody come on ESPN and say, well, the Lakers beat the Celtics tonight, and they have someone come behind them going, well, technically the Celtics actually won, but this fool really liked the Lakers, so he that, that would be confusing, right? You, you right. one person to tell you the truth, and if you're not gonna tell the truth, you, we, we we have no use for you, right? right? And the news has to stop putting Trump on, on because, he, like I said, he's he's not gonna be helpful. It's not even possible for him to be helpful. Like, perfect example is if I gave him the benefit of the doubt, you know, he he said, you know, I'm optimistic. I think, you know, we're going to be able to do this. And that's fine, but not to help. That doesn't end the pandemic. You're, you're, you know, you're, 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 you actually need someone who's pessimistic, who can think about worst case scenarios, right? So let him talk when he talks, but you need the rest of the people to be, you know, acting on the worst case scenario. And so, you know, keep him off the air. The other thing everyone they keep wanting to do is to use that power under, you know, whatever authorization that is to take over industry. And I'm like, you want Trump, the guy who can't run one company of his own, to take over the entire – really? You think he's going to be able to do it? That guy couldn't even stay in business with a casino. Right. Now, how are you going to lose money in a casino and then tell me he should run the whole world? And I'm yeah, like, I'm you know what? Just let Trump. You just keep Trump, you know, occupied and busy. The last thing the media do, and I know y'all listen to the show every 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 week, media is you got to stop trying to make Trump look like a fool compared to Fauci. Every week you sitting there showing Fauci how, how you know the, we know Fauci think he's stupid, all right? But what he, what you're gonna do is you're gonna get him fired. You're gonna get right. Doctor Bricks fired, and then Baron Trump is gonna be running the whole response. Because y'all done got everybody fired. You know Trump don't don't don't, don't want anybody outshining him, right? See, that's what Pence's his genius is. Y'all think Pence is stupid? Pence knows if I just kiss Trump's butt enough, he will give me everything I want. Mm. Look at look at look Supreme Court picks. Are those Trump's picks or those Pence's picks? I don't know if Trump even have a pick. Look at you. He don't care, right? If you just kiss his butt enough, you know, he got all the Supreme Court. The, 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 the perfect example, you know, gay and trans people getting hell in the military, like trans people, you know, being thrown out of the military. You think Trump cared about that at all? Nope. That's Pence. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's how you get you what done is, you know, and so the media needs to be in there like, yeah, Trump, absolutely, Trump, absolutely. And, you know, you're doing a great job. And what you need to do is uh go take a vacation. You're doing such a great job, Trump. Take a vacation for two weeks. We got this for you. Yeah, maybe, but he's not going to give it up. And I, and I think this is 
precursor to November, because uh, I think come November, um, we're going to hear <laughs> Trump making his declaration of monarchy. <laughs> well, I don't know how we're going to have elections. How am I going to stand in line for three hours and hold my breath? Um, and you think the lines are long now, space them six feet apart and see how long that line to go, right? And it's like, you know, I don't know how we're supposed to have elections. Now, Arizona, we're cool because we actually vote by mail. Oh, that's convenient. Well, we can. And most people don't, but I, I have. I've never been to a, I've never been to an Arizona poll. But, you know, a lot of places, and, and I can imagine, like you said, now here's the weird part is, though, we need to give our listeners, we'll do a special on this when we get closer to it. Because there's a provision in the Constitution, um, that says that, by the way, you can skip the election all you want, but we're going to get a new president. And I got to figure out who that's appointed by, whether it's by Congress or not. But, you know, if you can't have an election, uh, there needs to be somebody, you know, <laughs> newly chosen. I'm sure you can choose the same guy, but somebody you can't just sort of carry it over. You know, that's not optional. Elections are not optional. Uh, or at least there needs to be a, there is an alternative provision. I think it's probably the House or somebody chooses, right, who the president's going to be. Yeah, I'm hoping it's the house and not the Senate. <laughs> really, really. I gotta look. Maybe it's, I mean, it's, I'm, I mean, you know, now I think about it, I'm sure it's the state legislatures, right? Which probably screw us. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is, you know, they're gonna game it out. But it's, it's entirely possible that we're gonna have some states that don't have elections. Mm. Right? Um, because, you know, and remember the thing that, that we're not taking into account was we've been through this scenario once before in 1918. The influenza virus first hit um, early in um, in in, um, in or hit in the fall of uh, of seventeen a little bit and early in in, in, the, in the winter there and then went away for a couple hours for a couple months and when it came back in the fall of twenty of nineteen eighteen it was dropping people out. So it started out like this, where the death rate is fairly low, lots of complications or whatever, but people mostly survive. And when he came back in 1918, it was laying people out mm. in a day. So it could get worse before it gets better because right. it's gonna. They tell us it's gonna take you know 18 months to get a, a vaccine. Yep. Um, and that's and our it's, optimism report. <laughs> that's that's the most optimistic thing we can give you guys today. Exactly. So, you know, yeah, so our optimism is, by the way, um, is, you know, you, you need to, whatever you, you know, um, you need to work out at home. You need to work out at home. Uh, you're going to yeah. be there for a while. Um, yeah, you're going to you're going to work it out. Um, get some counseling or some books or maybe some liquor or weed, but you're going to have to do something <laughs> at home. You ain't, you ain't going to be coming out here. And your weed man is probably going to put it on in a bag and hold it on the stick and reach out. <laughs> <laughs> well, here in Arizona, our dispensaries are still open. Uh, they are uh, considered essential. Oh, y'all got dispensaries. Everybody else uh, yeah, yeah, got the Crown Vic that pulls. <laughs> nah, no, we can't. We, we got, we got, we got, we got. I love this. We got dispensaries, and that is considered an essential service to keeping these oh. marriages together. <laughs> oh man. Well, the last place you want to end up in right now is jail because they say even Harvey Weinstein got coronavirus at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's always good idea to stay out of jail. This is a particularly good time. Uh, they are not doing social distancing uh, in the penitentiary. At all. At all. Yeah. 
So any so, other uplifting notes you have? Oh, I, I do want to say one thing in, in all, all seriousness. Um, we, we lost one of our first and, and earliest uh, listeners. I didn't tell you this, Jesse. Christina Monson uh, passed uh, a day oh. or so ago. Uh, Christina had been sick for a long time. I, and, and, uh, you know, I, I've said my goodbyes to her actually on two different occasions. I've had to, we got on the phone with her and, and, and had our, you know, goodbyes, which was actually, I gotta tell you something, really, really good. I mean, I don't feel bad, good that she's gone. I'm, I'm a miss her. But I, I do feel good about the fact that, you know, there was nothing left unsaid. Right. Right. And I want to encourage you, you know, because I mean, you've got this time now where people are going to, you know, get sick or whatever, to call in the people and let them know how you feel about them. All right? Be nothing. Do. You don't want to have these regrets where, oh, I never told someone how much I appreciated this. We, You know, Jess and I both got to tell her how much we appreciated her support and patronage uh, uh-huh. over the time. And so, um, you know, I encourage you to go out there and, you know, don't wait till somebody gets the you know, They don't have to wait till they get the diagnosis either. You right. just tell them out of the blue. Right, and this and this includes podcast hosts. So if you are, you are going to reach out on Facebook. There's uh, B-R-U-T-H-A-S, the letter N-L-A-W, on Facebook. And definitely let us know uh, that we are valued and appreciated in your uh, podcast playlist. Um, we are still, despite the economy being down, always have our doors open for new listeners and sponsors. So go. if there is a sponsor, uh, particularly somebody with uh, masks, surgical mask marketing. Uh, <laughs> or, 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 or free porn uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> passwords or, or premium specials. We, we, we appreciate that too. Pornhub, you out there? You, we, we, you could be our official and only sponsor. All right? If you have a cure for the coronavirus, I wouldn't say – to put that out there, I would say consult with us first and let's see how we <laughs> might be to reach a target audience. <laughs> oh man, now you now I gotta call it. I gotta call it. <laughs> oh man. And I and I just want to give a special shout out. So we, we were gonna have a guest on tonight, uh our friend friend of the show, Michelle Rayner Goolsby, who uh, uh could not make it with us tonight. She is actually running for a legislative position in Florida. So we are trying to throw support behind her uh, and just support her from afar as she engages on this uh, on this journey that hopefully will impact and improve conditions for hundreds of Florida residents uh, in her district. Go to our brothers in law Facebook page. We've got a link there to GoFundMe. Uh, she's raising money, uh, and so you can actually put your, you know, your money where your mouth is. And by the way, if you're still getting paid every week, you got extra money now because you're not spending it all in the drive-through. All right? Right. You're not spending it on gas. All right? Right. It's a good time for you to be able to support the causes that you know and the people that 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 you, that you say you support. So this is a good time to go ahead and throw throw a couple dollars in there. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, and, yeah, and- uh, go ahead. And uh, also, I know a lot of we don't announce it. We probably do the best job of announcing it. We do have an email as well, which is just brothersinlaw at gmail.com. Uh, you can feel free to email us. What I'm particularly interested in are new up and coming voices in in the black diaspora that the world needs to know about. If people are receptive, 
Uh, I am happy to send a Facebook message request, try to get them booked on our show, have them on, uh, and at least all of us be able to learn about people before they become mainstream. Uh, you know, I think that's one of the things that we really enjoy. Also, we have listeners all over the world. I'm always amazed when we get a message from our friends in Australia. Uh, and so, uh, Australia, special shout out to you and no one else because you're <laughs> good day, mate, and all that. Um, and so, uh, yeah, but definitely reach out to us if you have any questions or you have any, um, things that you would like to see incorporated on the show or particularly guests that, that you would like for us to interview and have on the show. We love having a good time for our guests. We've got some, uh, very, well-known people in the Rolodexes of both of us, and, and we would love the opportunity to add to that. So definitely let us know. Um, it might even help to have sponsorship before we get those people. <laughs> so, so we might be able to have something to show for. Uh, but, yeah, definitely let us know and definitely check us out on Facebook and keep up with us to fulfill all of your quarantine listening needs. There you go, people. Hey, thanks so much, everybody. We'll, we'll see you next time. Stay, this time we actually mean it. Take care. Stay safe.